Well, good morning, good evening, good afternoon, whatever time that may be, wherever you are. My name is Craig Hagan, and you're listening to Ramos Weekly Podcast. I'm here with Tony McKenna. We call him T-Mac on a beautiful September day. Yep. It still seems like it's summertime. Yeah, um, I'm ready for it to cool off, and we need rain Is it, is in, it in the 80s or 90s, or how hot is it today? I mean, you know, I think it's cooler today than uh, we have been. 80 degrees is today's high, yeah. so it's been 100, so, you know. Yeah, we've had, a, we've had some hundreds here in September. Yeah. So. Last week. Yeah, I know. So it's been, the weather's been crazy, you know, it's because it's the global warming thing. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that's a joke. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. All hail the green goddess of Mother Earth. Yeah. So. Don't upset her. Yeah. Anyway, we have part two. Don Close is here. Um, if you listen to last week's show, um, Don actually holds record between first and second year, the longest from um, 40 years, right? 40 years between. 40 years. 1982 to 2022. She saw a burning bush while she was in the desert in Zambia. And yeah. God sent her back to Ramah. So, Don, you know. Um, exactly. Let's talk about what's gone on since you graduated or what you're, you're doing. I mean, actually, I know some of the stuff you started before you graduated. And once again, throw out your website, too, on the, the mm-hmm. free thing. It's not free, but anyway. Um, yeah. Tell us about I mean, many things. And then tell us about some of this, these testimonies that, that you. Yeah, you, you got some awesome stuff. There's some on. awesome testimonies of things yeah. going on that people really need to hear. So one of the things that happened when, when I came here to Rama was I was in the middle of applying for a grant. That was under, this, when you came back. When, yeah. I, when I came back. Yeah, I mean, we talked yeah. about that. Yeah. So I was uh, applying for a grant under an organization that was funded by UK aid, you know, under the British government. And so I got about a $50,000 grant while I was sitting in class, mm-hmm. essentially, and started a basketry initiative in the western province of Zambia. I'd, this consultancy that I'd, that I'd mentioned, um, that I'd gotten, um, so... In going around the country and assessing what's known as the handmade sector, things made by hand, mm-hmm. handcrafts, whatever you want to call it, um, I'd, I'd realized that, that basket makers got paid just a pittance, and so that really bothered me. And, and uh, Anyway, so, so this, this funding that I'd gotten was to start this basketry initiative, and um, so we began incorporating uh, copper wire into, into traditional baskets, and... Um, the young women from our jewelry project went along to um, to uh, teach the the traditional basket weavers how to weave in the in the copper, and and then um, yeah, the whole thing has just taken off. Um, actually, it took a long time to to get things uh, done right where the where the designs were the way they should be. Um, but the uh, the part of the basketry initiative that's uh, refugees in a, uh, a resettlement area called Mayukwa in Western Province, very remote corner of Zambia, and so that's under the United Nations High Commission for Refugees. Now, those of you who don't know your geography, that's just south of Willacoochee. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yes. North of Kaoma and south of Willacoochee. Yeah, Mayukwa yeah, so um, so we've been doing that, and um, yeah, copper is kind of our thing. Zambia is one of the world's largest copper producers. One of the things I learned in studying international development is this concept of value addition, which I hadn't really understood before, but a nation has its resources. You should be adding value to the resources before right. you export, and... So then Foundation for the Realization of Economic Empowerment, FREE, 
um, it, it, it's about value addition. It's about using the handmade sector. Um, we're uh, very much into women's empowerment. So I, I was talking about these young women who came to teach the, the wrapping of the copper wire into the baskets. Well, one of the young women um, was asked to come to Miyukuyukwa to, to teach a new group of women. So there's actually currently 66 refugee women that are making baskets there. And there's, there's over 100 um, that are involved in the basketry initiatives. And for a lot of these people, this is the first time in many, many years that they've made any money. But so this young woman came to teach the, the, the copper wire wrapping and found that there was nobody to teach the women how to make the baskets. And so she said, well, I was in the training. I watched them make the baskets. I'll do it. And so now she's become the, the basket trainer, you know. And I was like, yes, this is real women's empowerment, you know, where, where I mean, she's learned things and, and yeah. taken initiative. And I, and I see her really going places with her life. And I've seen that with a lot of the young women. So, so can, you, can someone buy a basket from your website? or, or um... uh, There's a website called poweredbypeople.com. Um, but also, eventually ours, we've been working, I founded another organization called kupangaglobal.com, K-U-P-A-N-G-A, which means to make, uh, kupangaglobal.com, and that we will eventually, we've been working on it for a little while, but, but things will be available for sale on there, but we also have this other platform, which is, is powered by people that we've been uploading our things to. So we have the jewelry, copper jewelry, uh, we turn it blue um, with patina, and then we've also been gold plating it. That was some other funding that we got under UK aid, was to gold plate the jewelry. So, so, so my can I ask a question? Yeah, go ahead. Did you learn how to do, get these funding in college? Or, I mean, no, I, I grew up on a cattle ranch in North Dakota, and so because I was the biggest and strongest of the girls, you know, like I'm mm -hmm. six feet tall and. You know, I, I had bigger muscles than most of the guys I went to high school with. So I was I was like the extra son my dad didn't have and, and was always working on the ranch. So which I, I moaned and complained about. But what I didn't realize was I developed a work ethic and I like I took welding in high school. I think I was to chase guys, but <laughs> but I, I learned how to weld in high school. And, and so then. You know, using soldering, copper, and all this kind of stuff. I mean, I do it with fear and trepidation, and the girls don't know that I'm, you know, Well, but I, I'm, I'm talking about getting grants and, and those oh. kind of things. I mean, you know. I, I did a, a Tulsa Community College um, community adult education thing uh -huh. probably back in the 90s, something like that. And uh, with that, then, you know. Just kind of took off doing it. So they taught you how to how to how to get grants. And it was a simple, a very simple grant writing course. I, to really? me, it's God's grace, really. You know, it 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 just flows. It just flows. Hmm. So well, because, I can't you know, claim some credit. Don't realize that there there's lots of money out there yeah. that people could take advantage of if they have businesses and, and have other things. You know, yeah. That, yeah. You can write the the do the right kind of grant, you know, and qualify. Yeah. I yeah. I actually have a very high percentage of grants I've applied for that I've gotten because I mean it's 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 the whole thing that we learned here going to Rama, being led by the Spirit of God. So is God leading me to apply for this grant or is he not? And so, you know, why should I spend all that time writing a grant application if I'm not going to get it? So Is there a certain place to, to go to to look to, to find There's where? There's a... Or just go to Google and type in <laughs> looking for grants. Well, for, 
I think the ones I've had the most success with has been uh, where I had a relationship already, but mm. then God's given me relationships. So like the, the first significant grant that I got was with the Finnish embassy, and I, I got three grants through them to date. But um, I'd had breakfast with people from the Finnish embassy, and, and one of the women who was in charge of the grant program was there, but I, I didn't really get to know her well or anything. But then I was yeah. flying to Amsterdam to see my sister, got on the plane, or was, was at the airport and rode the escalator down with this woman. I was thinking, oh, wow, praise God. I had this opportunity to, to, to meet with this woman or to just touch base with this yeah. woman as we rode the escalator in the airport. Get on the plane. This is a jumbo jet. We're seated next to each other. Oh, wow. So flew all the way to Amsterdam together. So she got to know who I was and what I was about, and I was able to pitch my thing. So when my application came across her desk, she knew, hmm. you know, she knew me. Wow. Yeah. So God yeah. makes a way. Yeah, I just wonder, because yeah. I'm, I'm sure, you know, there's a lot of people in, in, in ministry and stuff, especially in Africa or other places that want to start orphanages and different other, other things, you know. And yeah. You know, they don't realize that there's there's people out there that will, you know, yeah. have grants. Pastor Walker had said to me when I was first coming to Zambia, he said, Don, there's a lot of money out there looking for a good place to land. So be that good place to land, which mm, is good. So with the Finnish embassy, they said to me once that um, they had 50 grants that they'd made and there were only two that had spent the money on what they were supposed to spend it on. Mm. And I was one of the two. Wow. So yeah. obviously they came back to me. Yeah. So the um, the grant making ventures have 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 really been for things that are income generating projects, and I I started out with this philosophy that you know I'm just here to only give and not to get anything, but I've I've changed that philosophy and it's like the workman is worthy of her hire, mm -hmm. and and so now I'm looking at okay how can I make all these things sustainable and and for uh, me to stop just giving to people without them earning there what they go. do. And, yeah. and so I've really changed my philosophy. That adds yeah. value. And it's, yeah, and it's, and it's about empowerment. And uh, one of the things that I've really gotten into in just this last year or two has been, there's, there's a Rama graduate by name of Gary Shotton, uh, also gradu graduated in 1984. And so Gary has always just been a, a businessman. He, he, he knew he was not called to, I shouldn't say just a businessman. Yeah. <laughs> Gary knew he was not called to ministry, but he knew he was called to business and to make money. And, and uh, forgive me for saying this, Brother Gary, if you listen to this, but he, he does a lot more, he and his wife have done a lot more for missions than a lot of churches. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And um, so um, Gary um, created an organization called Inspiring Better Business, and then this this year, then they wrote God's Laws for Business, which I've got a copy sitting right here. So the exciting, I, I, I have friends who've looked at this and they've, they've said, Don, this is really different. I've been teaching this kind of thing for years, and this is there's something really different about this. But it starts off with mindset change. It starts off with um, how to get started with what you have rather than, you know, I'm look. I need a loan. I need somebody to give me something. And and so in developing nations, especially, that's too often the mentality of you know what are you going to give me? What are you going to do for me? And uh, stories of 
of people with like, I have two, I had two eggs. I started with two eggs and they hatched out and I had my two chickens and then my chickens multiplied and now I've got all these thousands and thousands of chickens, you know, and it's just been amazing. Uh, growing step by step, um, the law of generosity. I mean, it goes on and on and, it, and it's just amazing. And, and so they've been on the radio in uh, Tanzania and Uganda and the DRC, um, they're working with Vidar Lagarde. Um, they're on the radio in, in the Goma area, or is it? Yeah, they are on radio in Goma, but, but with Vidar, they're, they're further north now. And uh, just amazing stories. Um, so in Uganda, for example, there were six women who were in prostitution. They were going out for the night, started raining. They stepped into a shop, and they heard this inspiring better business um, broadcast on the radio and they looked at each other and said why are we doing what we're doing let's quit this and let's let's start a jewelry business and that's what they've done and they've been successful with it so exciting and and so I've gotten very involved in that I had a um, couple months ago there was a one of, of my former students from Rama Zambia had contacted me and said you know, I, I just felt God leading me to get in touch with you, to find you. He found me on Facebook, met up with him, and he said, I, I feel like I'm supposed to offer my services to you. How can I help you? Um, so I went through all these different things I'm involved with, and he said, no, no, it's not that. And I said, well, there is this inspiring better business and God's laws for business. And he's like, that's what it is. And I said, I think so too. And so now he's become the one who's, who's running inspiring better business in Zambia. And, and then in the, the process of, of looking at ways to get Inspiring Better Business and, and their broadcasts on the radio in Zambia, I started looking at you know, the costs of radio and I was like, this is crazy expensive and just had this growing sense of just do a radio station. And over the course of a few weeks, I just came to this conclusion, I feel led to launch a radio station. Do I know anything about radio? I've been on the radio a few times. That's it. I know nothing more than that. And so on a Sunday morning, um, I, was, I, I sit on the third row right behind the, the board of directors at, at Miracle Life Family Church, Pastor Walker and Haley's Church. And I said to um, this woman, um, so when, when do you want to get together for lunch? She said, I'm so busy. I'm, I'm on all these boards. And I said, yeah, I'm busy too. We're going to do a radio station. And she said, you do know I'm on the board for the Independent Broadcasting Authority. <laughs> I said, no, I, I didn't know that. And she said, well, we just did an advertisement. Um, if, if you want to get a, a license, you need to apply by the end of the month. This was the second week of August, this, yeah, this year, this year, second week of August. So you need to apply before the end of the month. I'll give you the name of the, the director, and he can answer any of your questions. So the following morning, this guy calls me. You know, I understand you want to apply for a radio station license. How can I help you? That's what we're here for, to, you know, answer all your questions. And so um, I, I was on this crash course for two and a half weeks of learning everything I could about radio in, in order to make an intelligent application. And, and it was just amazing to me how things came together. And could only be God, the, the way things, um, people came out of the woodwork, um, other people with radio stations who gave me advice and, and just really helped. And the programming, um, it, was, it was people from all over the world who came together. And um, it was awesome. Wow. It was awesome. And so we made our application. 
Um, we are going to not only, well, we, we need to get the license, but then also to, to um, uh, be broadcasting on the internet, to do podcasts, which yeah. is kind of how this came about today is, is me asking questions of you, Brother Tony, about, mm-hmm. you know, how do we do a podcast? And yeah, things just continue to fall into place. We we still don't know how to do a podcast, <laughs> <laughs> and we still don't, we don't know how to edit. That's that's Cliff's job. Yeah. yeah. Um, now now, as far as um, for some people don't know what my, my our podcast goes out on two different things: Rainbow for Today, which is our ra- radio program where you speak. We have that out there, and then on the Craig's podcast or. Um, Whatever it is, um, Raymond Weekly podcast. I actually then re put the, the things up usually weekly. Some of it's been like 10 days here recently. But anyway, um, I use a, a thing called Lisbon, L I B S Y N, I believe. And it puts it out to 28 different kind of sites all, all over the, the world. Actually, some of them, you know, like we, we are on um, India's number one podcasting site. Um, and all you guys from India, hi, you know. I mean, I just threw it out there, and the next thing you know, we had 500 people in India listening to us. Like in that month, it was you know, pretty. You know, you know, uh, we're hotter than curry in India. Yeah. So anyway, <laughs> but um, so and it throws it out to to the, there, and then um, um, so you know, of course, you guys are going to do a radio program or whatever, but you could also do certain programs could actually be a podcast, yeah. and then yeah. you you could throw it out um, to to different places, and then you know they can. Downloaded at any point in time. Well, I mean, because of that, we got picked up by iHeart. Is that right? Yeah, well, iHeart Radio is, um, which is is that, Caleb. Um, well, iHeart Radio is well, it's 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 a a big thing. So so we are actually on iHeart, but you actually had to you have to have a program mm-hmm. for at least three months, and then you can apply. And I'm I don't I mean I send them you know my my link and all that kind of stuff, and you know then they said we listen to your podcast. You know, you know, so so now I I brought we broadcast on iHeartRadio as well, but but you have to actually they want to make sure that you have consistent, you're legit, you know, thing. But but now yeah. iHeartRadio is a good thing for if you actually a lot of radio stations are on iHeartRadio, so they can listen to the whole station at, at all times. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But then Apple Apple Podcasts, many different other podcasters, um, you get on Apple and then Apple sends it out. There's, there's other people have some kind of agreement with Apple, like Podbean. Which I, you know, we're on Podbean. I didn't know anything about Podbean, but they actually get it from Apple or Spotify or some of these other big names. And so, so yeah, and, you know, basically with the podcast, pretty much anyone can do it. You just, if you like to talk and, uh, you know, and the great thing with the podcast, unlike, you know, a radio station, is that we're not limited to have, you know, it has to be finished within the hour or yeah. really 28 minutes because usually there's commercials between the, the thing, you know. So a podcast, you can just, whenever you're done, you're done. I have some friends that like to have three-hour podcasts. I'm not sure who listens to all three hours, but, <laughs> you know. Now, we, we do audio only right now, um, um, maybe because we don't have faces for We have faces for radio. <laughs> we will do video at some point in time. <laughs> but we but, love ourselves, so who cares? <laughs> so, but anyway, you know, but a radio station is, you know, pretty cool. But you need to also, like I said, if you have an Internet site, you know, people can just, can just um, listen to it at any point in time, no matter where they're at. Um, so if someone wants to get in contact with you, is there a certain website or a certain place? Um, to- yeah, uh, Foundation for the Realization of Economic Empowerment. So the, the website is free-zambia.org and uh, email office at free-zambia.org. And yeah, Kupanga Global. Is an, I, I have like 
five email addresses, but that one will suffice. If I could spell Kuponga. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But, but like our, our jewelry is available on a number of, I think we're on several different websites in the U.S. Um, we're, our jewelry is in Australia, um, but like Swahili Modern. Um, dot com. You can find our jewelry. Um, like I said, poweredbypeople.com. Yeah, it's kind of a it's kind of a big deal. It, what what's happened? Um, it's really been something that's. Um, I, I've never really done fundraising. Um, I've I've been I've I've had sponsors. I do have sponsors. I have donors, but um, I haven't really solicited them. But um, the jewelry project, the basketry project, the, um, you know, they're, they're making money. That's really my, my dream is, is to see uh, women empowered as well as for the whole thing to be sustainable. And uh, I'm, I'm launching another rather large uh, project here in the, in the next little while. So Zambia has elected a new president. I was at the inauguration in, in August, which is exciting. 60,000 people rocking this stadium and I thought I was getting crushed on the way in and might die and I was I was my invite my VIP invitation was smashed and and I started I lifted up my I was like I'm an American and I have a VIP pass you know because they'd locked the gates because yeah. people were were crashing the gates and it was kind of through that that I got through the gate um, and then we found ourselves on the red carpet uh, where all the heads of state were landing, and it was kind of. I, I, I then showed my invitation. This woman says, "Madam, you're supposed to be upstairs," but we still hung out there, and so we were just, <laughs> we were just feet away from the the new president arriving and everything. But so anyway, the the new government um, is is strong against corruption and really wants to see the the country develop. And so there's a friend who's been made the permanent secretary. So he's the permanent secretary for the Ministry of Youth, Sport, and Arts. And we had a meeting week before last about a property that I've been after for eight years now. And uh, moving ahead with that uh, to develop this property really is uh, for performing arts, for, for uh, the income-generating kind of projects in, in the handmade sector that I'm talking about, and a number of other things. So that's, that's moving forward as well. And that's where the radio station will be based are you still teaching at Raymond Zambia too? Yes, sir. God's yes. really opened some amazing doors and given you favor. Yes, and all he the has. key places. Yeah. Amen. It's fun. Amen. It's an adventure. Yeah, yeah I mean, you know, and and obviously, like you said, it's God opened the doors, and you know, and but but also, you know, you still have to go through with it. Yeah. I mean, I mean, obviously, you talked about you've got a lot of grants, but you still had to buy. Oh, I I worked my tail off. Yeah. yeah. You know, but. It was by God's grace that that I was able to do it, but I had to put in the time and and step yeah, into the grace like of Paul. God. Yeah, I work harder than all of y'all, and and yeah, and it was God's grace. <laughs> exactly. There, there's that strange combination mm -hmm. of the two. You know, because yeah. people always listen. It's like, well, she got this grant and that grant, all those, you know, but. Yeah, because she applied, yeah. and then she had to. If you have a grant, you actually have to. Sh well, you're supposed to show what you're doing, yeah. so that way you know. Yeah. And like I said, a lot of people don't. Africa's really bad. I mean, people do a lot of things in Africa, and they don't really do what they say they're going to do. Or I know, I well, I shouldn't say it. I know of people that raise way more money than they need because you know this project would be millions of dollars in America. 
But in Africa, they can do it for $200,000. And, you know, so they pocket the, you know, the, the, two, the two extra million dollars that they, that they got, you know, because most people in America, oh, yeah, that would be a $2 million project and things like that. And so, but, um, but yeah, I mean, you know, and I mean, you, you would probably be someone that would go really well in Shark Tank. I mean, just by, you know, you know that, that's, you know, we live in a, in a society now that people want to give back and want to have, have those things too. That's why I'm, I'm sure people would want to buy your, your jewelry because, yeah. of, because of that aspect. And that's a, that's a big deal. Well, provision follows vision, and you're you're not short on vision. No, no, I, I want to see uh, what I'm doing in in uh, economic empowerment go beyond Zambia and and throughout yeah. Africa. And I mean, we'll be on the internet, so why not? You know, beyond those borders as well. So, well, and then also too, especially a lot of African countries. I mean, you know, economically are real similar. So, I mean, if you did it in one, then you can just scale it to, yeah. to another one. You know, yeah. the, the biggest thing you need is people to be able to help you and to be able to do that, which is not always easy to find, but that's when yeah. God will, will lead the right people to the, help the, you The beauty of this, this uh, with, with God's laws for business is that people are really empowered to see themselves capable of doing something. It's, it's not coming in and teaching somebody how to fish, you know, that whole thing. It's It's really people discovering what it is that they have on the inside of them. It's, it's similar to my own story of, of realizing that um, because I'm rooted and grounded in God's love and I believe he loves me and, and he's working in and through me that I'm capable. So if someone wants, is that a, a book or a study guide? or, or someone, God's Laws for Business? Yes. You can contact uh, gshotton at gs, gbsf.org. Or there's ibbtalks.com. You can go to ibbtalks.com. So they're what's similar to TED Talks right. on the internet, and they're they're working on their website right now. But the curriculum is readily available. I think I think it's just a fabulous tool for anyone to use out there. Or they can probably just do God's Lost for Business and probably yes. you know Th- it, that might be possible. But yeah. inspiring better business. Inspiring better businesses, and, and because there's uh, probably someone listening out there, like I, I want to get this. Or that's, that's why I keep trying to throw out websites for people. Because, yeah, um, you know, because yeah. you know, might be someone listening. Ibbtalks.com can, right. is where you can find the the God's laws for business. So, anything else that you want to share with our audience before we um, close today's program? I guess this this, this whole concept of. Uh, finding yourself rooted and grounded in God's love—it really takes the lid, the lid off on on one's life, and um, I think gives us the ability to fulfill whatever vision it is that God has given us. And uh, so, take the time and take the effort. Make the effort to uh, to do it. To to deal with your issues. To to get yourself rooted and grounded in God's love, and, and realize who you are in Him and uh, fulfill your purpose on this earth. Amen. 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 You know, one thing I always talk about is, is you know, God has a plan and a purpose for each and every one of us. And, you know, yeah. the, the thing is I want to see pe- people to fulfill God's plan and God's purpose in their life. And there might be someone listening out there and like, man, I, I don't know what God wants me to do. I, I have no clue. A place to start might be Raymond Bible Training College, rbtc.org. Maybe you're, you're listening today and, and, you're, and you're like, man, I mean, you know, Don has this all together. You might not think you have it together, but someone listening might 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 think, you know. And you know, one thing at Rama, actually, I was a number of years ago, about five or well, five, six, seven, maybe ten years ago, I was in my mom's office, and um, I had just um, 
heard about somebody who was um, drilling some wells in Haiti, you know, for, for fresh water and, you know, talking about the need for that. And, you know, and then and I've heard other people from orphanages in Africa and different things like that. So I went to mom and I'm like, I know people all around the world. I mean, you know, we, we can drill wells in Haiti. We, we can open orphanages in Africa. We, we can do all these kind of things. It wouldn't be hard to do. We have people out there, you know, always in, in, you know, I, I was actually talking to someone who really wanted to donate, you know, toward that, that kind of thing. And I was like, man, we could get donations. It would be really easy to do. And my mom looked at me and says, um, Craig, we're not called to dig wells or to open orphanages. And I'm like, well, well, what are we called to do? He said, well, God called us to open Bible schools and um, to train students to, to go out um, to dig wells and, and have orphanages. And so, so, you know, the Lord actually shared with me, he says, you know, I, I, I taught you guys, you know, to have a Bible school to train visionaries, you know, the people to get a vision for this world. There's, there's a loss and dying and hurting world out there. And um, so, you know, sometimes we get away from our call. Our, our call is open Bible schools, and that's, we do that well. That's, in fact, that's one reason some people always say, well, how come you don't have a K-12 through um, school? Because God didn't call us to start a K-12 through school. I mean, that's, we, we, have, we have Oklahoma's largest daycare, and then we, we have a Bible school. And um so sometimes you need to know your purpose. And so, but, but God did call us to start a Bible school to train other men and women to go out and do all these projects all around the world and, and be a blessing to people. Um, and, and so, you know, maybe you're out there and you're like, you know, I just don't know what to do with my life. Raymond Bible Training College might be a great place for, for you to start. RBTC.org. If you'll just go there, give us your information, your name, your your phone number and your email. We'll send you a digital packet immediately. Then we'll have one of our student ambassadors give you a call, talk to you about Rama, and um, you know, and maybe Rama's a fit. Maybe it's not a fit for you, but you know what? You know, God does have a plan and a purpose for your life. And every time we have college weekend, I said, you know, may, hope I'm and be glad to see you guys. You know, next fall or next spring or whatever. But you know what? I want you to fulfill what God has called you to do, whatever it might be. RBTC.org. Um, Don, thank you for coming. And, you yeah. know, thank you so much. I mean, you're doing wonderful things. And, you know, it's just, it's just awesome how, how God is, has, has blessed you and, and given you the resources and the ability and, you know, and how you're helping change folks' life. And I love the whole, you know, you know we, I say we, Americans don't understand, you know, especially the African culture. And, and a lot of, like I said, a lot of the ladies, I mean, they maybe never even worked a job or, or had any kind of, you know, income. And, you know, how you're helping empower women. And that's, I know it's a, a big, big deal for you. And, um, you know, and just, you know, just helping being a blessing to, to lots of lots of people. Yeah, yeah, and I just want to thank you for coming back after 40 years. <laughs> you were a blessing and an encouragement in class, I tell you. Yeah, I, actually, I had someone talk to me, you know, was talking about you, not, not in a good way. <laughs> one, one of our, our students actually yeah. was at Synergy the other day talking about, you know, how you, you talk to him in class and things like awesome. that. Awesome. So anyway, Thank you, so much. you know, it's, it's, it's so awesome. Hope everyone's having a great day. Continue to pray for those people in Florida that got hit with the hurricane. I've actually got some pictures while and during the podcast, um, so, um, some, some damage and things like that, um, you know, but. Um, just be praying and also, you know, th- th- think about um, uh, one organization I'm going to throw out there. You know, I don't throw a lot of organizations out there, but um, and when I'm doing tornado, re- um, tornado research, tornado um, um, relief, um, an organization called Samaritan's Purse, um, they, yeah. they, they're Franklin Graham, Franklin Graham's organization. I tell you what, it's those, a real deal. those people are real deal. They're out there working. There's other organizations that I'm not going to say anything about, but because, you know, I don't know that, you know, 
I'm going to tell you, Samaritan's Perth, they're always there in the middle of crisis all over, and they're doing a great job. And so you might consider donating to Samaritan's Perth because I know that they'll be in Florida or wherever there's other devastation um, doing great things. So I just want to throw that out there. I don't know anyone that works for Samaritan's Purse. I, I don't, you know, I don't know Franklin Graham or anything, but, but I want to tell you that they're doing great things. And, um, and also, I know they're always looking for volunteers to help out as well. Amen. Well, here at Raymond, we're bringing hope, hope help, help, and, and healing, healing to the world. world. God bless you guys. You have a wonderful day.